This is the Bard, the new lead of sports entertainment, professional wrestling, whatever you want to call it. The Prince of Broadway and the leader of the production, Frankie Flynn. And you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, and we also know it's all about you, but only if your name is either Emma or Tenille Dashwood, nobody else. This is Wrestling Cheers, brought to you by the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com and NEO Sports Insiders. Help us out, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. And also, if you want to get a hold of us, it's really easy. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com and we got a merchandise store uh whatamaneuver.net head on over there help support the show buy yourself a t-shirt buy yourself a hoodie because hey the weather's getting better and i think there might be tank tops on there i gotta double check but i know you know t-shirts t-shirts look really cool and this you know this is wrestling cheers where we preview shows review shows and sometimes we have interviews on the people in the northeast ohio independent wrestling scene and i am your host i am heavy set this week yeah it's another aiw episode and we have to talk about last friday's show we've got a dilemma and no further ado let's let's just get into this now okay little programming note i did mention last week that i was going to have Two episodes in a row with debuts each. Last week we heard, you know, Moy Boy, Michael Moynihan, you know, the official graphic designer of Wrestling Chairs. You, you heard him on the show, and there's supposed to be a debut this week, and that was supposed to be. There's not. Uh, the, I was going to bring in longtime AIW fan Ray Highclack. Now, Ray, I mean, he's been a fan for a very long time. He doesn't come to every single show because of uh, maybe certain scheduling things and whatnot. And, you know, I know he's great on a podcast because he was on Let the Hate Flow Through You a while back. And I listened to the show. And I'm like, you know what? It'd be kind of cool to have Ray on. And we talked about this. I'm not kidding. Like back in December, I was like, what's the next show you're coming to? And he's like, probably going to be the Emma show. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'll have you on to review it. Let you know, let like have a like, cool debut and have you come on the show. He texted me while we were in line to get into We've Got a Dilemma, telling me he wasn't feeling good and he was skipping out on the show. So not coming, not actually going to the show means he couldn't be on this show to review it. So I just went to the old playbook and I pulled out a, a well-known play. And that's another than everybody's favorite, kind of. We have Kid Rinky. I'm back. I mean, other than the the end of the year show that we did, the special one. When was the last one you were on? The, the <laughs> Hell on Earth one? 
Was it? I think. I don't know. These shows were starting to put. I mean, we had we had uh, Wet Bandits and Rulers of the uh, War, uh, World. Yeah. And yeah, it's the been a shows. while. Yeah. I mean, what what I try to do on this show is I try to give a good you know variety of co-hosts because you know there might be people out there that get tired of hearing you. So you know, I throw in I, you know I throw in uh, Peyton Vince. I mean, maybe. People don't like him. So I throw in, you know, Dustin Alberti. But I, don't, if I, I feel like I give a good variety of people. It's a good mix. So it's like, okay, who's going to be on this week? If, if you get tired of me, I'm sorry. There's no one else recording the show but me. You're stuck so, with them. Yeah, so you're stuck with me. And that's like, I think the worst thing is like, maybe I lose my voice or just one day I like, I want a day off. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, two people run it. I'll just record it. I'll be here. I just don't want to talk. But that's probably not going to happen. So, yeah, so that's what we have with that. Um, still got a few, a uh, few more people that still soon to make debuts on the show. Just we're keeping a good variety right now, and you know we got this is still second of six straight AIW episodes of three straight shows. So what a way to start off with. We've got a dilemma. We got to start off with the the woman herself, Emma. And Caden, did you get a picture with Emma? I did. Picture autograph on the poster because I always get the posters printed up for anyone that doesn't know. And an eight by ten, so forty bucks right there. I'll say they didn't charge you for the double autograph. No, they did. The combo was thirty. I thought I thought that's what you said. Thirty combo was thirty. It was ten bucks extra for an autograph again. Oh, I, th- I thought they said twenty extra, but okay. I mean, I did uh, the picture and I did an autograph. She tried to sell me a shirt, but. I've kind of like in the past little over a year, I've realized that 3X is a much better size for me. I could fit in some 2Xs. Like I'm wearing a 2X right now and it feels great, but they they vary. So sometimes it'd be safe. I buy a 3X. Well, she didn't have 3X. And luckily someone had mentioned that ahead of me in line. So she tried to like, hey, you want you want to buy a shirt? And I, I kind of did want to buy a shirt. But I'm like, oh, I heard you only have, you know, up to 2X. Well, are you sure? You know, you could probably still fit in a 2X. And I'm like, no, I'm just being safe because I'm good. And she's like, okay. And then I got my picture. And then Get right before 3Xs. I and then right, no, then right before I walked away, he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you see my closet, you'd be like, well, you definitely like wrestling shirts. That's not an issue. <laughs> but like, I mean, do you want one? I'm like, yeah. I kind of want to buy one to be a troll, but to someone else out there in the, <laughs> in the wrestling world. But other than that, I'm like, ah. Like if you you like you don't have three X and three X isn't a common size for wrestlers to have. If they have it, it's like oh my god, that's awesome. I think that's like recently too with a shirt that actually it's to my right, um, the KFC Ric Flair shirt, which is I think is going to become my favorite shirt because I think they just did one run and once they sell out of the WWE shop, they're done. They're gone. Because I noticed like when I bought mine, they had small through large. They didn't have extra large or 2X, and then they had 3X was the, the highest. So I, I quickly jumped on it during a sale, and then after that sale, it was just small through large. And then after that, now I should say as of this recording, it's just small. Well, let me get this before they're gone. Yeah, so that's going to become like definitely my top five wrestling shirts right now. Fucking love it. It looks so awesome. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that uh, she, she had a really good turnout, too. I think people need to know for who weren't at the venue for this. This was a really good turnout. I don't know if AIW has had a turnout like this for a show where a wrestler wasn't leaving to go to WWE or there wasn't a Hall of Fame wrestler for the meet and greet. At least that's what it, that's what it seemed like. And she most meet and greets AIW does. There's always a good like crowd for it. And also props to AIW. I want to say they opened the doors roughly on time because they advertised six o'clock. Was it six? Because I know you were right there by the door. 
I think it was, if it was, it was, it was close. It was real close. I think it, it might've been within five minutes. And even that's, is really good. And the thing that if, I like too, if you come to AIW shows, you know, if they can continue this, which it seems like they might be, cause they're going to do it with enter the dragon with steamboat is they're going to do the hour and a half meet and greet. Because actually I showed up a half hour after we were supposed to be there or we could, you know, the earliest we can get there now, which is what a uh, five 30, well, five o'clock is the time we can get there. Uh, five 30 is the time I got there already. The stairwell's full. And I think not that long after I got there, the line was forming out the door and I forgot to go to an ATM. So I was like, well, I'm not losing my spot in line. I'll just wait. And then um, a friend of ours, AIW fan, Russell, I think at one point we were both outside because of the fact that it was an hour and a half meet and greet. That's a plenty of time. And I was like, hey, walk with me to the bank because I don't trust people in this area right now. So, <laughs> so me and him. Uh, Could have been by Turner's. Oh, that's one thing. That's one thing we talked about. How like, like I, I trust this area more than Turner's, but I don't know. Turner's the, is bad. But I don't know the area. So I'm just like, come with me. My phone says there's a couple. There's like two banks right up the road. And. Both come with me as a sacrifice, just in case. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we, we did that. But it was because of the hour and a half. Like, normally when we have an hour, I feel like it's, I'm not saying not enough, but if you have it to where, okay, we have an hour before bell time, and we open the doors 15 minutes late to a half hour late. Well, they don't always push the door the, the bell time back the same amount. So it's like you're sacrificing where, man, like, I don't get enough time to do everything I want to do. But this is an hour and a half. Scott all meet and greet, too. Oh, that was a good one. That was so nice having all that extra time, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I, so luckily with that, I was, like I said, able to go get my money and able to spend some money there at the show, which I think I only bought I only bought that and I bought for uh, an AIW fan, Andrew, who couldn't make it because uh, he recently moved to Dallas for a job. So he's like, hey, can you pick me up a AIW hat? Which I know you. Which do. I'm wearing right now. Mine and uh, his, because it's not really mine. Uh, it's right beside me too. But um, that was the only thing that I bought that night. And the only reason why it's I didn't buy a very a hat, nice hat. My big thing is I don't like fitted hats. I don't know if I've had this conversation on here, but I know I've talked about it on on Twitter. Is I like uh, fitted hats. Every hat I wear. If you see me wearing a hat, since I, actually since we've known each other, it's going to be a fitted hat, whether it be uh, like a new era hat, and those are like specially number sizes, or like my my Bullet Club hat, or um, I got a Cavs hat for work. It's more of a well, it's a large, extra large quote size. I have only I think since I've known you, but I haven't worn it around you. The only adjustable hat I've worn is the. Cavs championship hat. I uh, don't even remember that one. The, the Cavs. Well, could you, I, no, ne- I don't remember you wearing that. That's what I should. Oh, say. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I never. I don't think I wore it. I think I wore it like a handful of times, and that was it. Because I don't. My head. A. My head is really big. I fit a um, either a seven and three fourths or a seven and seven eighths new era cap size, and I think. Uh, one AIW fan, Stacy, he told me like, oh, you know, a lot of these fitted hats are getting, I mean, these uh, snapback hats are, are getting bigger so they can fit bigger heads because I think he's like, I'm an eight. And my other issue with this is like right now my hair's lo- a little bit longer. I don't like my hair coming out that little opening in the back. It gets, an, it's it's something that I've always been annoyed with. Sometimes it just gets annoying. Yeah. Like I, I think, I, I don't know if it's actually called this, but like I always call it the duck, uh, ducktail. I hate that. I hate that so in between those two things i don't wear uh snapbacks so with aiw coming out with a snapback and i even asked thorn it's like hey like you guys can do fit has like no but we got this trucker hat because you're a trucker and i'm like and i hate those even worse 
<laughs> I do. I do. I even had a fitted trucker hat. I have a. I think I bought that years ago. It's a Chicago Bears one. Like I, I wore it for so long, and then I just bought a regular fitted. But that, that's my little thing of fitted hats. But anyway, like that's the only money I, I even spent at the show. So I think was there money I wanted to spend? There's always shirts that I want to buy. Like I want to buy. I want to buy the production cut shirt, but I think I'm gonna have to go to Pro Wrestling Tees for that. And I hate buying from Pro Wrestling Tees anymore. They, they, I have not bought from Pro Wrestling Tees in a long time. The their deal with Hot Topic has really <laughs> slowed down my orders from Pro Wrestling Tees because I'd be like, oh, I gotta buy those Bullet Club stuff. And now I turn around, it's like, oh, you mean it's right down the road? Oh, 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 all right. It's right down the road, and I can go pick it up, or I can order from Hot Topic's website, and it still get here quicker. Okay, I'll do that. All right, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, because I actually just did that with a, a Bullet Club order a couple of weeks ago. It was like a, it was a really one of those really good sales. I think it was like buy one. I didn't buy one, get one free or something online. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy all these shirts now. <laughs> like I bought, I think, six shirts. And I think actually five of them were mine. The sixth one was my was one for my girlfriend. But I almost bought a uh, sixth one. It was going to be a Hangman Page shirt, but it was going to be a 4X. Because for some reason, it went from small, medium, large to 4X. And I'm like, eh, well. That's a big size difference there. So I was like, eh. I'll just, I was like, I'll get 4X. And she's like, well, I really want this shirt. I'm like, okay, I'll get that shirt. I'll get that shirt for you because I don't really want to, I don't need to have a 4X shirt hanging around. So, um, yeah, so I got to buy that. I want to buy the production shirt off of uh, them if Derek or Frankie don't get any more orders soon. But All right, let's get into this card because um, it was a long night of professional wrestling with many unannounced matches and even one that was a not fully announced match still had some a little bit of surprise to it. So we start off the night with Mance Warner coming out with the Duke. And this was not a tag team match like we thought could possibly been the four-way tag match that was announced only on AIW's Instagram stories. But instead, we get a one-on-one match, a dream one-on-one match. Mance Warner versus Jock Samson. This was so awesome. What a way to start tonight. Perfect. Definitely hoping we see more of Jock in the future. And and if we're going to do something with the tag team that was Mance Warner and Sean Schultz, with Schultz, you know, retiring now, I I thought Jock was one of the best options, which it wasn't talked about on last week's episode. Uh, I didn't think about it until literally like a day or so after. And it just hit me like, oh my God, Jock is... Oh my god, Jock is like the best option. Screw all these other options we were thinking about. Like Jock fits into that, but sadly, we get we get a one on one match for now. Maybe maybe they team down the road. I don't know because I I thought we could have so like imagine this. Imagine a promo with Jock, Mance, and Duke all talking about like all on, all on a team. Like that would just be so good. Money, Duke, money. <sighs> <laughs> hey, that Duke money got Mance Warner on all the regular AIW shows. Dramatic pause. It's the best. Anyone that follows me on Twitter or knows me in general knows I love Mance Warner. It's the best. Do you love Mance Warner as much as I do Jackson? Oh, nope, nope. Everybody says that now. No, do you love Mance Warner as much as I do Marion Fontaine? That's a tough one. I'm not sure if it's that much, but it's close. Okay, how about this for you? Mance Warner or Facade? Different time now. <laughs> I still like Prasad a whole bunch, and he will probably be back in AIW soon because he's finally back from India. I'm going to get corrected there. Yeah, that's what I thought, India. I hope. I hope. I, this is what I think. Uh, but I, I hope he gets booked for 
the return at Gauntlet. That's just the perfect time. I think Gauntlet's going to have its fair share of surprises. It always does. And that would be the second comeback surprise from third. third? Mm -hmm. 15, 16, and this will be his official, like, or is it? Hold on a minute. I sw- he's returned in Gauntlet a couple times. I think the biggest one was 16. Because yeah, I was about to say, he, was it, it was Keep the Change. He kind of came back, then disappeared again. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe. I'm Because what was the one that you didn't know about? And, like, you flipped. No pun intended. All, all of them. One of them. <sighs> I think it was oh, Keep the Change that time he returned. Because it was supposed okay, to be flipping yeah. Eric Ryan. Eric Ryan got hurt because he's Eric Ryan. Eric Ryan got hurt because he's Eric Ryan. That needs to be a t-shirt. I still got a problem here. I This man yells at me for bringing a skewer board to a show, but a couple months later gets German suplexed headfirst on one. Listen here, Eric. It's not how this works. You can't yell at me for bringing one, then get thrown on your head on one. No, it's not how this works. I'm bringing a skewer board to the April show. I'm expecting you to use it now, Eric. Oh my god, yeah, that's a freaking no rules. I got things planned. Just wait. I'm already doing my weapon shopping. We don't even know any matches yet. So? It's not going to stop me from building things a month and a half early. But, but we can expect Nick Gage to be champion. We're going to get violence. Nick Gage, Eric Ryan, that show? Please. It's the perfect show for it. This is me dream booking. Hardcore fantasy booking, let's put it that way. We always get surprises at Gauntlet. So, let's get the surprise return that nobody's seen coming. Ricky Shane Page. Doesn't win, which is fine. Just more like, hey, Ricky got booked. Hey, he's a lot back. <laughs> so, at the 420 show, the rap yes, show. Yeah, the show's on 420. Let's make all the jokes. I made the jokes, like, last year. Because <laughs> I never realized, like, oh... Because I think, uh, I mean, it just lined up to, it, it was going to be right around the same time. Like, they have to do it on 420 this year. They I think we've to. been expecting this yeah. for how many years now? Yeah. But, and then have it that show, Ricky Shane Page versus Nick Gage. Continue their little mini feud they've been having. It'd be interesting. Because they haven't had a little series of death matches recently at IWA and Beyond Wrestling. And they're probably having another one somewhere. That would be interesting to have that at the rep show. Like, if not Eric Ryan, Ricky Shane Page. It's got to be Gage versus someone else that'll use weapons because we, yay violence. Can we get Ricky Shane Page, Eric Ryan, and Nick Gage in one match? Oh, God. <laughs> if I think if, if AW likes to do the, which they do, like you, you pop culture references, show references, movie references for show titles. As long as we have Nick Gage champion, the next show that we have like this needs to be called There Will Be Blood. I think that'd be great. I'm probably missing out on this reference that I it's, uh, feel stupid. It's not a movie I've seen, but there, there is a movie called There Will Be Blood. I see. I, I'm trying to remember how long ago it came out. I want to say, I mean, I mean, you were young, so you definitely wouldn't remember. I was young. What are you saying? I'm old now? Jeez. Uh, well, I'm saying, I'm, offended. The sh- I'm saying the show came out in 2007. Not the show, but the movie came out in 2007. So and I doubt you remember a movie when you were seven called There Will Be Blood. I remember watching WrestleMania 24 when I was eight. Yeah, but not There Will Be Blood. Yeah, shh. Starring. <laughs> starring. I can remember wrestling. I don't remember anything else. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think I think that would be a good reference for it. I don't know if everybody would get it, but I mean, come on. Just have a deathmatch show called There Will Be Blood. Or, or better yet, uh, have a show called Bloodsport. Wait a minute. This actually has two different ways I can go with it. There's the fact that Bloodsport happened. Okay, no, it didn't. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Never happened. Shh. <laughs> 
And there's also the fact that there's going to be a Bloodsport show, WrestleMania weekend. I believe it's WrestleMania weekend. I can't bury that show. I'm sorry. That one WrestleMania weekend looks very, very good. <laughs> as much as I'm trying to hate it, I can't. No, no, I just don't like him. That's fair. I booed him last year at WrestleMania weekend. So <laughs> did every AIW fan that was down there. Yeah, and, and like we were all in the same section. <laughs> and everybody just looked at us like, why are you booing him? <laughs> Fuck him, that's why. Anyway, uh, Jock won via elbow drop. Not the not the dab one that he does. No, just just a good old elbow drop. And next up, we had another unannounced match. Actually, to a point of, I thought this was going to be a one on one match. I tweeted out the the match, and then the third participant comes out, and I go, "Oh shit!" And I quickly turn my phone into airplane mode to prevent the tech from the tweet from going out, so it didn't fully go out. But we had Matthew Justice versus Lewis Linden versus the return of Calvin Tankman and versus Tim Donst. What a match. The the Tim Donst hate still lives. And also, this was a question that I asked when it happened. When's the last time we seen Donst this early in the show? Bloodsport. I legitimately think it's Bloodsport. Oh, so Bloodsport happened. Yes, it did. <laughs> just just it ended with a world title match. <laughs> Somehow the belt changed hands in between that and Hill and Earth. I forget what what match did, was was he that early on at that show. He literally opened the show. It was him, Eric Ryan, Facade, and Sean Schultz, I believe. I still that's like that's a long time since Don's been this early. Maybe even the first uh half of the show because obviously he's been in you know the main event picture one way or another since then literally since since that show he's been absolute title picture or absolute champ in this case i forgot that i, I do keep now for these shows i try to have cagematch.net aiw result page up yeah blood sport it did yep you're right that's he started the show i have to sit here i'd have to go through the rest but i like yeah he hasn't I feel like that was the last time. Yeah, because right at, pretty much right after that, he was always in some sort of title match or something. Yeah, yeah. The next the next show after that was Josh Prohibition versus Tim Dons for the AIW Absolute Title at Ellen Earth Twelve. Because the fans bring the weapons match. It got announced two days before the show. Because like after Bloodsport, it was the whole shebang, which I don't think Donst was on. As I'm scanning, I don't know. Donst was no. not on. And then it was Season of the Witch. Donst has not done a student show, not counting. Well, I should say he has done a Tequila Jack show. Yes. Technically, a student show is was uh, Wrestle Ranger 2, but yeah. He hasn't done te- Tequila Jacks, so, or Music Links. After that was the Double Dare tournament. He obviously wasn't in that. And that, yeah, Hell on Earth was right after that. And, and yeah. then he main evented Jelly of the Month Club. Then I think that's when he started getting into the title picture. Because th- he was not booked for Walk the Plank, but he interfered in the main event. So pretty much all of 2017, Tim Donce was in the main event, or close to. Yeah, pretty much every show. So yeah. So that's why it was it was such a s- surprise. I think, I mean, and to, to, to like Donce in an unannounced match. Well, I, I understand it too, because like we said, you know, Donce was in the you know, main event title picture for a while. And there are fans who, you know, are tired of seeing Donce. So you put him in an unannounced match. They don't think they're going to see them. So when he shows up, hey, can't be too pissed. He's not main event, but he's still on the show. Yeah. So the fans, the people that like him still get to see him. 
people that don't like him. But he's still, still get to boo him. He's so divided. It's the most like split 50-50 ever. I I often made the reference, and you you might remember this, that Tim Dons was the John Cena of AIW. Big match Dons. I think when it came to like hardcore popularity and everything, that may be more of a Gargano thing, but it was it was more of a yes, big match Dons. He you know oh. Chris Hero's coming in for the next show. He's going up against Tim Donst. Oh, I forget that. It was like every time we turned around. Danny Havoc was next. Yeah, Danny Havoc. Like, oh, okay. Oh, that's that's who he's going to go up against. Uh, no, I was going to say Tremont, but Tremont was Dickinson. But there was there, there were still other matches that would be, oh, of, of course, Don, that's who is, Donst is going up against. Hardcore Holly. Hardcore. Well. Donst wasn't even announced, but he still wrestled Holly on that show. Eh, that was more of a technicality of Nick Gay. Cowardly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it, yeah. The there, point there, thing is, that could play into the game to Don's feud if they continue that. Yeah. Uh, so there's that aspect of, you know, Donst and John Cena. But there's also now, well, even before, but there's, there's the split. And you would have thought like, oh, when he he actually became more of a heel, he would get booed more. Which I mean, maybe he did, but I, it's like still even. There's still you have his supporters. Yeah, there's the loyal Tim Don supporters out there, and then there's the loyal I'm going to boo Tim Donst fans. You're not one of them anymore. No, I boo him. Not as bad. No, no, I don't heckle. I don't. I'm not trying to just degrade him. Like I was being an asshole back then. Now it's more or less, boo, you suck. <laughs> boo. I don't like you, boo. Yeah, it's 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 more of the basic side. I try to be nice. So. It's not the point where he throw your hat across the building. He did do that. He did once. I forget what show that was, but that happened. <laughs> Magnum CK's done that to you too? Well, not through it, but... He always grabs my hat. He's mean to me. But, yeah, I, like I said, I, I try to be nicer to him, so... But, yeah, the the, the, the crowd still, oh, still split. And my kind of question now is, with that crowd being roughly the same, his, his supporters still being there, his naysayers still being there, and he just lost the title in a great feud. What's next? So I kind of understand that. That's why we have Tim Donst in an unannounced match. Start him kind of at the bottom of the ladder and get back up to the top in a way. Kind of, but like at the same time, like, do I don't know, do we need to see Donst in the title match? He's won it, what, three times? What if, what if Donst does go for the title, the intense title? I'm okay with this. I think that would be interesting. And I'd like to see a really good feud with Joey Janela and Donst. Hmm. The Matt Wrestling Machine versus Death. Oh, and it's, it's not like Donst won't Oh, no, Donst won't, is pretty when he death. needs to be. Like, remember when... If remember Don... when you did that white tube death match and got a chunk taken out of your arm? I remember. Well, I was going to say the same thing. Remember if he would have lost the title on that death match that there's going to be a death match tournament? We don't talk about that. I'm still mad. <laughs> don't you tease a death match tournament. Get out of here. Hashtag Don wins, lol. Get that trending. So, yeah, we had uh, this unannounced match. Uh, very fun. Also, uh, you know more about him, and that's uh, Calvin Tankman, because he was at another AIW show, one of the Music Links Tequila Jack shows. Was that was that Wet Bandits? It was Wet Bandits. Yeah, because he was... Uh, who did he replace? Oh, he replaced he, Jock. He, he replaced Jock, because Jock replaced Tracy's mother. Yeah. Which, it needs to be stated, the Duke is still the holder of the Haas title. Not for long, Tankman's going to take it off of him. Imagine, like, well, does it have to be Tankman? We still got Big Mo. Yeah, so then then we can get Tankman versus Big Mo in the Haas match of the century. We got Big Twan Tucker. We got Kurt Hurts. (laughs) 
hey, Kurt Hertz is a part of the Haas division. We have, would we consider, oh, Derek B. Haas? Or he's burly. There's a difference. There's a difference. Okay. Oh, my God. Haas division is a weird, weird place. We can, oh, I'm going to tweet it out here in a second, but it's something we've talked about a little bit, because like I said, I use cagematch.net, and I don't know, maybe because it's been mentioned. I'm not saying it's like it's because of us. I'm more or less it's because it's been put out in the universe. Dominic Greeny now has a hyperlink on cagematch.net. He's made it. Finally. (laughs) Because Ed went kind of bitching, because there's a lot of people that have hyperlinks on your people that you wouldn't think of. Now, I guess next person we have to try to get one is... uh... Kurt Hurts. (laughs) I was going to say, Dr. Dan doesn't have one. We got to find out how many of the trainees have one. Brian Carson has one, and Excellence Personified has one, but not Dr. Dan. Hmm. Anyway, so uh, that match ended with Matt Justice and the diving knee strike. I, he's got to have a name for that. Just at me or something. I got to mark down all these names. Thank you, Frankie Flynn, for actually doing this and telling me all of your finisher names. Yeah, I like so it when wrestlers done that. I, say, I like it when wrestlers do that. I literally have a note of all the finisher names in my phone. My biggest thing is trying to remember Twitter handles. I'm pretty good about that, but there is some like, uh, well, who's who's this guy? You have people who change their uh, Twitter handle. Like I know PB Smooth did it, and I was like, what is it now? You also have people who their Twitter handle. And their their name that they have displayed might not necessarily be their gimmick name. Like like it, like for example, PB Smooth. I forget what he had as his name for a while, but you know, with it's at Mister Fresh to Death. You know, I type in PB Smooth, like he wasn't coming up as quick. Um, there's some other wrestlers that I know are like that, where I have to think what their freaking handle is. Matthew just instead, like, instead just going, bah, 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 and yeah. it comes up. It's like oh, uh like what's the weird thing you have with it? Is I mean, do you have the at the end? Do you have a, a, a underscore? Like what do you have in your name that I'm not thinking of? Like there's, actually, like actually. I have a I have a problem with Dr. Dan sometime because oh. I, I'll type in Dr. Daniel or something and it's he has it as Dr. Dan and the Twitter handle itself I'd have to scroll back up with him you know it's yeah Dan C Rockingham which I, I he probably can't put Daniel C because uh, too many characters with Rockingham so for a while I, I was having trouble finding him like actually. Uh, tagged one of his other accounts at one point and i was like uh don't do that one i'm like oh my bad because i always have trouble finding your other one your main one see that's the thing he has his personal account and his wrestling account which i don't even remember what his personal account is i just know he has two different accounts so that's one that i know like i was saying that's one of the things that i have where i have to just think of who you are and also as long as i've been doing this or just even just being a fan like you're always adding wrestlers in your in your head and you have to learn their Twitter handles. Sometimes, hey, those people go away. Sometimes they don't. So you'll always you'll you you're adding a lot to who you're tagging. Or there's sometimes they get after like how long have you been doing these results for six seven years? You just have some guys memorized. I always said the best ones are the ones that you know you just type in their name and it pops up. Yep. Like first person I come that comes to mind is Dots. His Twitter handle super easy to remember in the first place, but it's just like boop. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's also good, like, I think this is what people should strive for when it comes to their social media is try to get one that's, like, their name, which I know isn't the easiest. Like, Magnum CK doesn't have at Magnum CK because someone else does. But it's kind of cool, like, a guy like, you know, Johnny Gargano, he, you know, he's he's a lot, he's a real easy one to remember. At Colt Cabana, but I know he had, you know, to fight for his, uh, you know, Filthy Tom Lawler, you know, that's boom. Like, w- ones that are just so simple. But also, too, which I don't know if we've mentioned, that some people have different Twitter handles than they do Instagram handles. Like, I know uh, Marino Tanaglia 
his are different. Uh, Twitter is the mind of Marino, and I forget, and I forget what his Instagram is off the top of my head. You figured you'd try to keep your social media the yeah. same. I mean, that's what I did with this show. When I was coming up with a title to rebrand, I was like, I want a good Twitter handle because sometimes that's what people will remember you as. And I thought the Ohio well, Ohio report was fine. I think maybe Ohio Indie Report was too long, so that's why I didn't do it. So every time I would come up wrestling cheers. Yeah, well, every time I would come up with a name, I'd immediately go to Twitter. And I'd be like, oh, that's too long, or oh, that's been taken. And actually, when I, I found out Wrestling Cheers wasn't taken, I was like, what? That's Why isn't Wrestling Cheers taken? Fine, I'll take it. It's mine now. Yeah. Which, on a side note, it has been a year since Wrestling Cheers debuted. Like, official, well, as Wrestling Cheers, since we made the, the name change. And I, I know I put, a, yeah. I, I put a post out there on the f- Facebook page. And it's just kind of like listing everything that has happened over the, over the past year. And really, when when it's all put you know put in front of you, it's like I'm like wow, that's that's a lot of things that have happened in you know the past year. Um, you know, we have released 40 episodes. That includes the, the uh, pilot episode that I released roughly after the name change, just to say, hey, it's no longer the Ohio Indie Report. It's Wrestling Cheers, and this is why. And that's a the episode zero. So it doesn't mess with a lot of those numbers. But anyway, 40 episodes. We have doubled the amount of regular co-host. And there's still, like I've said before earlier in this episode, there's still more to debut. We started becoming a weekly podcast in August, conducted 14 interviews, reestablished our Apple podcast feed while becoming available on Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify, and open up a Water Maneuver store. That's a that's a pretty good year one under this umbrella. And you added me. You're, yeah, I doubled the host. I know. I, I'm important. Put me over. You were the, you were the first to be added. <laughs> If I want to get technical, and I've mentioned this before, you were supposed to be on the How Indie Report. Yes, I just didn't have the technology to do so at the time. And Unless you wanted me to record on my iPhone and it sounded like garbage. I don't know. There's a lot of podcasts that do that. <laughs> they do that now. I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> Blog Talk Radio, too. And I used to be on Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio is garbage. Hey, but... don't shoot on them. There's another pod that does their things there. I forget. They, but they don't host it. Do they host it live on podcasts on, on Blog Talk Radio or they upload to? Upload. That's the difference. When you upload to Block Talk Radio, it's not as bad. When you host the show live, the quality is horrible. It's just terrible. And I've been there. I've done it. It's understandable. So after that, we went into a really fun match. Uh, MJF versus Colt Cabana. Oh my goodness, this match is wonderful. Not just because I stole MJF's scarf. <laughs> and... He got it back. Don't don't yell at me. He got it back because Steve Guy is mean and took it from me. I tried to have notice of me rubbing my belly with it, just see what he'd do. He wasn't looking. He no. wasn't having it. No. Uh, you know, it, it started off with just a back and forth between Colt and MJF of uh, Colt being MJF's dad. And they did a really f- fun opening of the match of just doing the same moves. I think we started a Freaky Friday chant. <laughs> and... I can't think of any other highlights of the match up until the end. I mean, granted, it was still fun, but we have Steve Guy come out with... Uh, okay, this isn't where my kind of nitpick is. Someone explain this to me that knows better if this is feasible. If am I, what say, am I bitching because I make a point or am I bitching because I'm stupid and I don't know what I'm talking about? Is Steve Guy comes out with supposed to be like this paternity test and he has uh, some pee samples. Quote. Quote pee, yeah, quote pee samples. Well, he doesn't say pee, but it's yellow. It's in a small cup. P. So comes out saying, "Oh, we got the you know we got the results, and Cole Cabana, you are the father." So 
<laughs> and we started a Mazel Tov chant. That was fun. But um, MJF ends up, well, they, they act like they're going to brace, but MJF throws one of the peacups onto Colt and rolls him up. And I, I remember when that happened, I just look at you, because for those who don't know, I tweet out at AIW shows, I tweet out before match stuff, Caden does after match stuff, because I'm horrible with move names. I'm not much better. I just get really, really technical. You're better than me because I just say pinfall. I say submission. That's what <laughs> This I... guy wins the match via super power bomb onto a chair. Yeah. I, so <laughs> I get really, really technical. So Caden says, MJF <laughs> uh, throws quote p unquote in cabana's face and rolls him up because i but anyway like right after like that happened i was just like eh, good luck <laughs> that's probably the first and last time i'm ever tweeting that for a result god, it was, but it was god so, bless pro wrestling it was so fun the best whenever the show is out on mp4 dvd or video on demand whatever you use watch that match you will enjoy it very much like I've said before, I'm a fan of MJF, and I want to see him more in AIW. And this 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 might been one of his best matches in AIW, which I think was his like third. Yeah, he has not had many. He really hasn't a chance to really show show off per se yet. Yeah, because he's fantastic. And next up, we had Filthy Tom Lawler versus Dominic Greeny, a third in the series. One of the more technical matches I think AIW has had. And even um, upping it way more than their previous matches. Wait, is this a third? Or it's a fourth. Where am I at on this one? Fourth. Fourth. Cold as ice. Abso. This. Not Abso? It was Waller and Kingston. That's right. Um... Oh, no, Jaylet. Jaylet instead of Abso. Yeah, technically Jaylet. They were in the four-way, but yeah. But, yeah, um, Drake and Filthy Tom Waller was, that's the, that's the biggest loss we've had from Dom, you know, in the past, like, year. That, that, that's who he loses. He'll beat everybody but Lawler. He has had some big wins in the last year. That's the one he cannot get, though. Mm-mm. We're going to talk about the fact that Waller killed his own arm in this match on a clothesline? Oh, yeah, well, tonight, or this night, was, uh... A night of uh, injuries, and this was the first of it, and broke his own arm in the match. What was it? Uh, the uh, clothesline to the back. Uh, that's what I thought, yeah. Clothesline Dom so hard, he broke his own arm. Or is Dom's head just so thick that he broke Filthy Tom Lawler's arm? Match was not stopped. Yeah. Lawler finished the match with a broken arm, because Tom Lawler is the man. One via arm capture, Filthy Clash. I'm dubbing the Styles Clash thing. He does the Filthy Clash. End of story. I like that. I think he needs to roll with it. I'm taking credit for it if he starts calling it that. So, it's not that creative, but... Yeah, still do. Was, uh... But, yeah, like I said, it's so technical. There was even a one point where they were, uh... Trading kicks where one would get on the ground and kick the other one in the back. It was literally worth it to take... I'm gonna sit down, you kick me. All right, you sit down, I'm gonna kick you. Yeah. This went on for a couple minutes, but it's like each kick got harder. It was... Oh, it was good. And they took off this shoes match. and kick pads. Or no, no, yeah, no. there's like a se- segmented match almost. There, there was a point where Dom had to put on kick pads. I think, right? Yeah, because it this match it was like jujitsu at first, then it went to like kickboxing, then it just went to straight pro wrestling. They started off in geese and belts. It definitely told its own story. It, it was good in ring wise and story wise. This was good. And I, and I think that the questions that we have coming out of this is what's next for Filthy Tom, as in. 
title when when are we getting to that point where he gets a title shot and at the same time what's next for dom oh, the only, that's the only person he can't beat is filthy so you know who's the, i mean i i've said before too that i feel like dom's like big big match dom not necessarily the same sense of you know yeah dom, not of dom as much but he 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 gets he's gotten a lot of the, the better names to come into IW lately or not even lately you just go back to freaking Zack Sabre Jr. That's that's the one that always sticks out. Like that was the moment that it went okay. Dom's just not a student. Dom's going to be a lot bigger. That was seven months into his career. Yeah, and, and they already given him that kind of shot. Yeah, well, freaking Zack put him over after the match too. He's like, you only been it was amazing. He's like, you only been wrestling for seven months. Jeez, like he he was impressed. Like you, this is what you have at seven months. Oh God. <laughs> In a good way. Uh, next up, we had the Fatal 4-Way match that was, you know, semi-announced. But we did obviously take out Mance Warner and Sean Schultz and replace them with uh, the Young Studs. I'll take so, Never going to complain about them being on the AIW show. Nope. So it was PME versus Young Studs versus Jollyville Fuckets versus 2 Infinity and Beyond and freaking PME won via the Flapjack Flatliner. Again, there's probably a name for that, but I'll just get real technical with what it is. But it's awesome to see PME get a Mount Carmel win. And also the losing streak that is to Infinity and Beyond. What do you mean? We like them. You love them. You could see those extremely serious face I was making when I said that. It would have made it a lot better. Well, the thing that we're going to do next time is for those who were around when to Infinity and Beyond protecting champions, which was forever, is, you know, uh, Cheech would come out, he'd carry his title over his shoulder, but not with the main part of the belt facing forward. It would be, you know, over his back facing the other way. And he'd just walk by people, turn his head, and point at the title. Well, I have a fanny pack that looks like the WWE Championship from WWE Loot Crate, or Slam Crate, whatever you want to call it. And I always, that's, I keep that in my bag. So next time they come out, <laughs> I'm just going to... When they walk by, I'm going to point over my shoulder. I have a belt I can bring, dude. I thought about that. It'd be funny if you brought your uh, belt on Friday. For those who don't know that Friday will be WWE NXT. I'm debating. We shall see. Better than any of the $500 replica belts that people bring. I want to buy Marks. So you bring in an independent wrestling one. You could you could go on the internet and buy the one of the generic independent wrestling belts and just say you <laughs> and just say you got the prime championship with you. Or every other independent company's title. I wouldn't say every. There's there's ones that don't do that, but well, the the shindies do that. Yeah. Funny thing it's is, it's basically the starter indie belt. Yeah, because it just says like champion on it almost. I mean, there's more words than just champion, but yeah. But I, I think you should buy one of those and be like, you're the grand cleveland champion you have uh both pr- i'm the cwa champion <laughs> you have the aiw and uh pwo prime title <laughs> perfect and we, we have video of you winning the title this is true <laughs> i i pinned nx well former nxc superstar johnny gargano once god that was i, I, I watched that recently god you're so young <laughs> i'm old now old and better oh my god it just from not say a simpler time but back before i brought weapons all the oh, time God. <laughs> and i think johnny Oops. said that johnny said that he's like oh one day me and you're gonna be in the ring together now he's finally like nope and no we're not doing that <laughs> you can keep uh keep that deathmatch stuff away from me you can keep all the fluorescent white tubes over there 
But yeah, well, um, back to back to the match. You know, yeah, it was awesome seeing PME win the title. I win not the title, but win the match, not the title. Definitely. Not the title. Hey, spoiler alert! But like, I'm, I'm wondering, like, are they going to get a title shot? No, I mean they're not obviously not getting at the next show, but could they get a title shot in you know April? That'd be interesting. Or will this feed into momentum for the tag tournament, Chandler Biggins Memorial Tag Tournament? Which I'm looking forward to what that's going to be about. Two tournaments, one weekend. Yeah. Two memorial tournaments, one weekend. Ugh. Let's not look at it that way. That just makes me sad. And also, uh, there won't be any uh, Art of Wrestling this year with Cole Cabana's new format. Really? Don't keep up on his podcast. Not as much as I used to. He's giving up doing podcast, uh, not podcast, doing interviews. He's right now doing a best of where he's replaying or reposting episodes. So kind of gives him a break. He just has to redo intros and outros. But he's right. He replayed the Gargano one. That was an early one he did. Like the second week that he did it, which I was happy. I was like, ah, that's one of my favorites. Um, he just did Gallows and Anderson. A couple other ones I can't think of off the top of my head. But it's notable ones of maybe people who have done a lot since then or just ones that he thought were good episodes. Oh, he did uh, the second Domino episode. The Niger- uh, one where he went to Nigeria. And, you know, that was the first, you know, repeat guest on, I believe. So, yeah, so now he's going to do a, a new format that he's semi-talked about lately, and that's going to be like a documentary type thing where he's going to have to go, maybe he sits down with people, talks more about what's going on right now, maybe in those situations. Like, I don't know. He honestly hasn't done it yet. He says it's going, to, it's going to debut in March, for those who don't know. but It's going to happen. Just enjoy this part while it's here. So, yeah, we'll it probably won't get the, the whole big thing like we did before. Might, maybe, maybe not, I don't know, but definitely no movie getting shot the morning of that I was crazy. I, I, I almost went to that, but after the night before, I'm like, no, I need sleep. Sorry. And you didn't even go to the after party. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, I was so tired. I went after party, back to hotel that we just got. Slept for an hour and a half. It seemed like maybe two hours. Uh, Woke up, grabbed some hotel breakfast. Went to freaking Turner, not Turner's, but uh, Our Lady. PDB uh, Smooth just didn't go to sleep. He never sleeps. Uh, Look at his Instagram story. He doesn't sleep. Oh my god! It's... Five in the morning. He's just in his car. I felt it that day. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, next up, actually, we had intermission here, uh, but after that, we came back with the tag team title match. Dedication personified. Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham and Brian Carson versus Twins, PB Smooth and Hornswoggle, which uh, other co-hosts of the show, Dustin Alberti, mentioned that we didn't put enough emphasis on that this is a reference to the movie Twins. Yes, I thought a lot of people got that, but when that movie came out, maybe before Caden was born, he might not got it as much. Oops. So yes, that was, uh, I believe, a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Yes, twins. I don't get it. They play twins, and that's the movie was called Twins. I've never, it. I've never seen it, so I, but I know of it. I know wrestling. And twins, PB Smooth and Hornswoggle retain via Call the Corner, and this is another match. Where there was an injury, we had uh, Brian Carson, which I I've, I briefly mentioned this, and that's on last week's episode about how Brian Carson was talking about some health issues, and pretty much they happened again. Brian Carson did get another concussion, so I wouldn't be surprised. We might not see him 
wrestling anytime soon. I don't know if he'll still be at shows uh, or still with Dr. Dan, but I don't, I'm not expecting Brian Carson anytime soon, which, which, which sucks. Because I know there's a lot of people who have been on the show and who listen to the show that don't like Brian Carson. And, you know, I, I at one point was one of them people, but I, health is, you know, serious shit. Same thing I think with Sean Schultz. You know, you can hate Sean Schultz, but when the dude has to retire for his health, like that shit sucks. Anything, Caden? So many injuries on this show. Mm-hmm. Injuries and technically a retirement. And please stop hating Carson. He's not that bad. Please. He's very good. I'm the one person that never disliked Carson. You're all just mean people. Leave Carson alone. Please, please send all reaction to that statement at KVR216 on Twitter. Please, at your thoughts. Talking to you, Ed Battis. Talking to you, Ed from Pod Van Dam. There's probably other people too, but yeah. At... I probably like Roman Reigns. <laughs> I'm gonna use that as in that, that gonna use that as an insult, even though it's really not. I mean, I've heard those that like Brian Carson also like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I attend more shows than Brock Lesnar works. <laughs> yeah, but he gets paid more for one appearance than you have to pay for the tickets to get into all those shows. If he's getting paid this much money, you think he's going to work a lot. I don't know. They're paying me like a million dollars for one match. I'm going to be working every week. I'll take that money, thank you very much. Go out there and suplex someone 16 times to get a million dollars. Yeah, sure. Give me that money. And his match versus John Cena was amazing. And I remember watching that. Like, wow, this is so bad, but so good. But anyway, yeah, that that, that completely sucks about uh, Carson. Fun match. Uh, I love the combination of PP Smooth and Hornswoggle. Curious to how long this team and the title reign lasts. Not saying I want it to end or anything like that, but it's just, I hope we're on this road for a while. That's, that's the way I'll put it. It's just something different compared to the last how many years of To Infinity and Beyond. Yeah. Best team. Don't lose. Ever. Next up, we had the namesake of the show herself, Tennille Dashwood versus Britt Baker. And I don't know about you, I was kind of surprised that Tennille Dashwood won and won via a low Yakuza kick. I don't think it has a technical name, so that's what we're going with. But still, I the fact that she won, I thought we would see maybe Britt Baker win. <laughs> don't they have a match and a remix too? Yep, and I believe I'm going to that show. I, f- I think OCW runs that day, so I'll be at OCW. Also, Britt was getting booed a lot. Because, uh, it was weird. I wasn't a fan. People are booing her because she's from Pittsburgh, which I admit I'm one of the number one I hate Pittsburgh people. But I don't I don't know. I don't, you know, take that out on her. But then again, like the number one person booing is one of the most drunk people booing that will literally cheat. Like I think in the in the four way match uh, that we mentioned, the four way single match. Freaking at one point he was rooting for Matthew Justice. The next minute he was rooting for Tim Donst. <sighs> It is the AIW crowd. Some weird people in that crowd. I wonder if AIW crowds still have the uh, the bad reputation among uh, on the internet. Because I know back in the Turner Hall days, it was a very infamous thing that we were supposedly this really bad bunch of people. Of the stuff that I mentioned earlier, you would kind of understand why, but I didn't feel like that was everybody. But now that things have changed since the Turner Hall days, you know, tickets now have gone up there's actually tiers and there's more people that can fit in and the crowd has changed in its own different ways i never knew about dad online about the turners crowd 
Oh yeah, that's that was a big thing. I've, I've uh, it it goes into a lot of I know Twitter drama at one point. Wrestling Twitter with drama? What? <laughs> oh yeah, it's constant. But I, I at one point okay. I, I remember a big thing of like oh how degrading and how disrespectful uh, AIW fans were. Maybe not just to wrestlers, but to. I mean, we still are scumbags. Not as bad. Yeah. So I wonder if that whole thing is still out there. I'm gonna have to ask a couple people. Yeah, I've never heard any of this story. Now I'm interested. And then after that, one and down, we got two more matches. But we had one of my favorite matches of the night, and it's something we've been watching over the past six months. The production, once again, going up against No Strings Attached. Frankie, nope. no, no Strings Attached? No, no Strings Attached. Uh, no Consequences. Too many no's. Mm-hmm. No Consequences, No Strings no Attached. No Strings Attached has been going for a while. No means no. <laughs> no Sex in the Champagne Room. I mean... <laughs> Oh my god, imagine the production versus no strings attached. See, they need to return. I just accidentally yeah, hear that beta. Come back from wherever you're at right now. Come back from England. Come back from, if you're still come, there. Come back from Europe. Keep uh Mike Bailey there. You can come back. Mike Bailey can't even come to the States anyway, so is he banned? Yeah, unfortunately. Or fortunately. I can't No, unfortunately. We like Mike Bailey. We do. He's crazy. He only wears kick pads, no shoes. He, he, he took Veda away from us. Away from you. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, the production versus No Consequences, Frankie Flynn, Magnum CK, Derek Director, Eddie Only, and the debuting Donovan Danhausen versus AJ Gray, Trey Lamar, Joshua Bishop, Chase Oliver, and Gary the King Baller. And... Uh, they win via Moonsault by Frankie, and that's the production, which has kind of been a dominant thing. The production on top. This is another match that there was an injury, that being Magnum CK broke his nose, which I had scheduled an interview with Magnum CK after the show. Because of his broken nose, he had to go to the hospital. Because of him going to the hospital, couldn't do the interview. And if this interview would have been done... I wouldn't have sat on it. It actually would have been posted almost immediately, just as like a bonus episode. Hey, here's this interview. Yeah. So I was, I was keeping that as a surprise, and yeah, doesn't happen. So we will try again at the next show, but things that need to be talked about after this, which we... We didn't tweet it out, which sometimes I like doing this. Sometimes I don't. It just depends. Uh, Josh Prohibition came out and actually saved the day as the production looked like they were about to beat the shit out of Joshua Bishop. So he comes out, make the save. So we have a great moment of Josh Prohibition and Joshua Bishop together in the ring. And, you know, Josh Prohibition goes on his regular promos. Very lengthy. Tells you a nice little story. To sum it all up. Or just at least to get to the end, he he heard a lot about Joshua Bishop, decided to go see him at the AIW school, and he seen all these wrestlers working there, working out that day, and there was no Joshua Bishop. Uh, instead, you know, I don't know, he kind of insinuated Joshua Bishop was goofing off or whatever. So basically leads us into at the next show, we will see Joshua Bishop versus Josh Prohibition. My question is, is on a classical sense, which maybe this is something we've kind of talked about, like who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, who's the heel, who's the face? Because it wasn't really set here. But check, I, I like that. It's going to be, it's going to be it's, perspective. It's like the crowd pick. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to be someone who's older and looks at it from like, yeah, screw this, this younger generation point of view. So you're going to be rooting for Joshua Prohibition. Or are you going to be a young guy and, you know, you like everything about 
J Pro, uh, about a not J Pro, but Joshua Bishop. So you're gonna root against J Pro and root for Joshua Bishop. So I don't. Or you can be me and like both. Well, you can always like both, but you know, it just depends on who you actually root root for. If you're not just a gigantic mark like me. <laughs> Hi, I just like everything about wrestling. I don't really hate anyone. I'm going to just cheer for everyone and everything. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much sums me up. But yeah, absolutely crazy f- fucking match. Trey Lamar starts by diving literally into the crowd. Oh my God, that. And um, Chase Oliver still, I mean, he's not doing the crazy shit into the crowd, but he's still still doing amazing things. The magic literally starts with, hey, it's dive. Whee! Trey almost ends up in the second row. I was actually wrong. We have two more matches after this. Um, moving on really quickly because I'm getting kind of tired. Is um, DJZ versus Joey Janela for the Intense Championship. And yeah, Joey Janela. No story, just wrestling. Yeah. It's fun. Joey Janela retained via double stomp. So the Joey Janela reign continues. Glad to see Zima back again after, I believe, another injury. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for him. He's had a lot of injuries in the last like two years oh yeah this... like he comes back from all of them but it's screwed his career over here and there yeah hasn't got it nearly as far as probably he could have but i don't know just to look at the progress though from uh shima zion to now like he has progressed in so many different ways of his wrestling style his actual physical look his more of a character look like it's definitely a, more of a package now than ever and then that leads us into the main event, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus Nick fucking Gage for the AIW Absolute Championship. Nick Gage ran at our section and like dove into us. <laughs> it's the most I, terrifying thing that's ever happened. I, I, I was about to tell the story for, you know, our section of people in the front row. You know, we're some of the more vocal uh, Nick Gage supporters. So, you know, he comes out, you know, it's Nick fucking Gage, Nick fucking Gage, Nick fucking Gage. And, you know, he comes out doing his normal shit. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe flicking some people off, uh, just maybe talking shits, maybe smacking some hands. He sees us, he smiles and just darts for us. And, like, I think all of us had, like, oh shit, type thing, like, moment. And, uh, you know, kind of gave us all a hug. And I, I said, because how he ran into you, you should have sold it and just, like, fell way backwards. I don't think it would have been selling. I probably would have legitimately fallen over. If he hit me, like, really hard, I probably just went... Yeah, I, we were joking that he probably, he might have booked it. Or <laughs> like, oh man, I can't go back to prison. I gotta get out of here. And uh, the other thing is, uh, because he loves our section so much, and this was put out as a gif on Twitter. Oh, this was even better. Is, uh, we were, Nick Gage approved. He just, he, uh, at one point, I forget the move that he did, but he he looked over at us. Gave us a thumbs up. I think he might have winked a little bit, but because uh, I have the gif up right now and the rope's kind of in the his eyesight. So I can't tell if he just moved his head or if it was he uh, winked at us, but gave us a thumbs up. He had to sit out spine buster, turns around, thumbs up and a smile. So fantastic. So that was that was a absolute fun moment. But Nick Gage did retain via the choke breaker, not via the one wing angel professional wrestling Nick Gage is the best. I I prefer this over Deathmatch Nick Gage. That's weird if you say. Nick Gage is actually a really good wrestler. He's very good. Are you saying that because he, like, almost killed you? No, people just don't give Gage enough credit. He's actually a really, really yeah. good wrestler. 
he just does death matches way more than he actually wrestles. All right, Caden, what was your uh, final thoughts on the show? I went into the show kind of like, all right, this is just going to be another fun show. This show, again, exceeded my expectations. Very, very good show. The bonus matches made it even better. That four-way was insane. Go check that out whenever the show is available. Nick Gage, just being Nick Gage, made the show fun. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, or the letter ranking, because I haven't been on here in six years. I forget what we do. Uh, letter ranking. Probably a B, B plus. It was solid. Yeah, I, I went into this uh, not knowing what to expect. I knew uh, it seemed kind of somewhat stacked. We had, you know, what sounded like it was going to be a big turnout, and it was with, you know, Tennille Dashwood. Nothing really happened in the more main event matches. And I mean that, or the I should say the upper card of, you know, the title matches. You know, all the champions still walked out as champion. Not much storyline has been going on in with those. So that's not really a, a huge knock, but I feel like a lot of the undercard from the title matches killed it especially with you know a match like you know the production versus no consequences you know that match was put on eighth it was just a solid mm-hmm. night of wrestling and you know a lot some of those wrestlers are in their first year of wrestling some are you know under under five years maybe most of you know that match was under five years i don't know as much about Danhausen, and i think Derek might be coming close to five ish but still like absolutely killed it i know i'm a person who has talked a lot about my love for the production and especially the the feud with no consequences still one of my favorite matches of the night i think dom has always been somebody who surprises us more and more and this was you know no exception to that rule yeah he he lost but i love what i see and also the same thing with lawler i think that's why a lot of people do want to see nick gage versus lawler and see where that's going to go it was going to happen at a different show, but now that Lawler destroyed his own arm, it's no happen. I think I, I think I would grade it a B. I don't necessarily think it was an A, but I definitely had fun. It, it, it was a fun night of you know wrestling, and we had we had we had some uh, you know great surprise matches like the the four way and a surprise you know PME winning, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. This actually was not going back to that. This was not Marino's first win in Mount Carmel. Yeah, back to the Future Cup last year. Yeah. And you know MJF Cole Cabana, you know that that was early in the show. That's third match. That was that was fun. So I give it I give it a B, and yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs as we wrap up the show? Um, at KVR two one six on everything. Follow me. I gif lots of wrestling. I'll probably probably be gifting this show the day it comes out because I'm a mark and I do nothing with my life. Like, do you even have school um, anymore? What? Do you even have school anymore? No. No, I'm school. Didn't that uh, same, the same thing happen last year, too? This time of the year, just immune system was in terms nah. of trying to deal with stock school. I said, if you weren't so close to graduating, I'd be like, you just go test for your GED. I have a good tutor. I'm not worried. Yeah. He's not worried either. We're good. Can't wait to get yelled at on Twitter. Why aren't you in school? You better be passing. Bye. Don't worry. I'll pass. I will come straight from graduation to jail at day two. I mean, you you, you want to talk about, uh, um, how do I describe it? You want to talk about peeing up all the time? Like, dude, I work, I mean, I work and everything. It'd be like one or two in the morning and like you're tweeting. Yeah, I can't say I'm good about sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, then I end up sleeping until noon, so. Tweeting about all your young wrestling friends and I'm like, go to bed. No, I don't sleep. Leave me alone. 
I finally have friends. This is a conversation me and Alex Williams had. Okay, go to bed. <laughs> nice to be. Anyway, um, of course, you can find myself at Heavyset330 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, if you send me a Facebook friend request, please let me know you watch the or you not watch. You could watch the show. The show does go on YouTube, but uh, that you listen to the show. I recently had like a string of random ads, and I was feeling like a, in a good mood, and I was adding people. But these people are also going to be on my watch if uh, there's no interaction in X amount of time. So I'm like, I don't know you. Why are you adding me? Like, oh yeah, we we have a bunch of wrestling mutual friends. Cool. But why should I add you? Like, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of grumpy about that kind of stuff. But anyway, like I said Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can all like I said, always follow me on Twitter and Instagram. That's perfectly cool. And if you interact with me so much, I probably end up following you back if I don't know who you are. Uh, also, Wrestling Cheers on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers. Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers. And Instagram.com slash Wrestling Cheers. Email if you so choose to desire. Wrestling Cheers at gmail.com. Head on all over to the What a Maneuver net site find our store buy a t-shirt eventually you'll have a new design up probably two new designs up just been really slacking on that also please rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts, google play stitcher tune in youtube spotify and podbean wrestling cheers.podbean.com and if you like us or if i should say follow us subscribe on youtube we will follow you we will subscribe to your channel back something i'm trying to get at least more subscribers on youtube but our listener base is very spread uh also check out our all of our friends on the trending topics network such as all beer inside what's on fight eurovision showcase legends on siren radio old school at the movies ttn at the movies view from the fourth row and chill and the 450 podcast and then check out all our podcast friends such as chris clem's calves cast wing cast a wingman podcast with steve guy let the hate flow through you with jeremy Shear and el hordano diablo pod van dam weekly wrestling podcast uh, they live we're good we're coming back guys that's I why promise I, that's, that's why I've been, wasn't there a show back i thought there was that's why i added them back to the list they're we're working on it it's not my fault just shoot jobs so i'm i'm just keep on the lookout for Weekly wrestling podcast, the not yet weekly wrestling podcast. The week, monthly podcast. <laughs> yeah, not really. It's been like six months since we've done anything. And there's their friends at Rebel Life Media and NAOS Sports Insiders and Thrift Store Jobber. Check him out on Instagram, eBay, Twitter, Etsy, all those fun things. And of course, the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you've been admitted to the emergency room. Later.